Hi, this is Suparna Goswami, Principal Correspondent with Information Security Media Group. I have the pleasure of speaking today with Rohas Nakpal, Chief Blockchain Architect at Prime Chain Technologies. Rohas will be speaking about how blockchain helps in enhancing authentication for enterprise security. Welcome, Rohas, to the ISMG discussion. Thanks. My pleasure being here. So, Rohas, blockchain potential is being discussed a lot everywhere. So, one of its use cases that many people say is authentication. Can you give a real-world example of how blockchain is being used in authentication? Absolutely. So, one of the use cases that we are working on is to use a combination of the blockchain-based elliptical curve digital signature algorithm along with the RSA algorithm to do a passwordless authentication. So an authentication system without a password. Now how it works is it's divided into three steps. So the first step is you onboard a user. Now when you onboard a user, first of all, his blockchain public key, private key and address gets generated and an RSA public key private key gets generated. Now out of this, as is obvious, the private key of the blockchain as well as the RSA will be stored on the user's device exclusively. The other, the public key and the addresses would be stored on the blockchain. Now whenever this user makes a request to a website, the user basically sends her blockchain address. Then the target system generates a random number or a random string. Now only the authorized user will be able to decrypt this, get the key, sign it using the elliptical curve digital signature algorithm and send the signature back which can then be verified by the website that he's trying to he or she is trying to log into if the signature matches the user is authenticated and the session can begin so we are not requesting the user to send any symmetric password or any other kind of biometric or password based information so i believe this would be one of the excellent use cases for blockchain based authentication so given this are you seeing indian organization using it i know there's a lot of talks banks are talking about the use cases and all but how much are they really putting it into practice okay that, that's a good question so we run a consortium of 37 banks which are primarily from india and the middle east it is called bank chain and in that various projects are being developed and in fact what i just discussed with you is something developed under that officially this is going to be released next week so the question of how many banks and others adopted is something we would be answer a few months down the line but when i look at it from the legal point of view considering the information technology law i don't foresee any legal hindrance to adopting such kind of a method the indian law is very open to electronic signatures in addition to digital signatures okay so which are the areas within identity authentic and authentication where blockchain need not be used because one problem with blockchains people are just using it randomly everywhere sure so uh, one thing we've got to bear in mind is that in most blockchain implementations whatever data you're putting on the chain is going to be visible to all the nodes now obviously in such kind of a scenario putting a password on a blockchain may not be a very sensible idea one option is whatever such sensitive data or passwords you're storing you would encrypt and store it on the blockchain but in my opinion that again doesn't make much sense now there are some frameworks like hyperledger fabric where you have a concept of private channels. But if I was to take a call on it, I would say wherever we are storing passwords, they should never be put on the blockchain. For that, we must use conventional databases. But other than that, I don't foresee any difficulty in using blockchain for identity authentication. So what are the practical challenges that probably, you know, you see banks or organizations facing when they use blockchain for authentication? Sure. One thing that we must remember, even though everyone says, you know, we regularly read in the media that blockchain is the most secure technology. But we've got to understand that blockchain also ultimately has to run on top of an operating system. It has to run in a virtual machine or a physical system. Server. 
So the basic security precautions and measures that we need to take, those still need to be done. You still need to secure your hardware. You still need to secure the operating system. You need to configure the blockchain very well. You need to choose very carefully which algorithms you are going to be using. The solution architecture needs to be designed well. Then there is a choice of framework. Last year, we did a research on about 17 blockchain frameworks. But then this year, when we redid the research, we've narrowed it down to eight, which we feel are the most mature blockchain frameworks today. So those are BigChain, DB, Corda, Ethereum. Then in Hyperledger, you have Burrow, Fabric, and Sawtooth. And then you have Multichain and Quorum. So I would recommend, you know, choosing one of these eight, depending upon what exactly you're trying to achieve. So, and finally, of course, some blockchain frameworks allow a consensus algorithm to be chosen. So that again has to be chosen well, depending upon the exact use case that you are implementing. So if you follow these steps, I think most of the challenges would be taken care of. So when you say they can choose a blockchain framework, so it depends, it varies from industry to industry or how does one make the choice? It actually depends upon the use case that you are trying to implement. So, you know, even within a particular industry, you have a lot of different kinds of use cases. Now, depending upon what you're trying to achieve, like, for example, if I was to design a solution around something which involves smart asset lifecycle management, an example could be a stressed assets marketplace or even cross-border remittance. Then multi-chain would be the best to use. But if you're talking about documents being stored, I would recommend a Hyperledger Sawtooth. If you're talking about scenarios where you need private channels, then I would recommend a Hyperledger Fabric. So ultimately, the choice depends upon what use case you're trying to implement. And in some of the blockchains that we run, we actually do a multiple framework blockchain. So there is an API layer which sits on top of multiple blockchain frameworks. And depending upon what you're trying to do, the relevant framework is called into play. And it also takes care of your interoperability between blockchain framework. To further answer your question, blockchain basically has three strong features. One is immutable data storage. Second is smart asset lifecycle management. And the third is smart contracting. So one of the problems, the critiques of blockchain are saying is many users of blockchain are probably, you know, having the solution that is blockchain in place and then thinking about problems to fit into the solution. Do you see that problem happening here also in India? Yes. So what happens is because it is a new technology and there's so much media hype around it, a lot of times we find that the cases are not really relevant. But what we do is see so far we have been focusing on the banking and financial services sector and there the use cases which make sense and which are being built are things like electronic signature, corporate KYC, charge registries, a cross-border remittance system, issuing bank guarantees and documentary credits on the blockchain, employee background verification, secure documents, vendor onboarding, invoice discounting and a stressed assets marketplace. So these are the use cases, you know, which have been tried and tested. A lot of POCs and pilots are done and now they're being rolled out commercially. So I totally agree with you that many of the use cases are just being hyped. So we've got to be very careful that these use cases must ultimately use one or more of the core features of the blockchain which is immutable data storage, smart asset lifecycle management, and smart contracting. Only if you need one or more of these features, then the blockchain makes sense, not otherwise. Okay, Rohas, great. Thanks a lot for sharing your thoughts on blockchain and how it can be used for authentication. My pleasure. You were listening to Rohas Nakpal for ICMG Nisha. This is Suparna Goswami. Thank you for listening.